Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free ebook on how to scale your business to multiple six and even seven figures by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself as the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is DM me the word gift on Facebook at Brent Weaver. That's facebook.com slash Brent Weaver. And I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in business and life. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today I'm hanging out with Danielle Hayden. She is a reformed corporate CFO who is on a mission to help rule-breaking female entrepreneurs understand their numbers so they can gain the confidence needed to create sustainable profits. After 10 years in the corporate boardroom as a finance officer, Danielle is now in her sweet spot as the co-owner of Kickstart Accounting, Inc., where she helps business owners with bookkeeping, financial analysis, and education. Uh, So welcome to the program, Danielle. Good to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So we're going to talk about a topic that um, some people love and nerd out, finances. Some people would rather do a lot of other things. <laughs> a lot of other things. <laughs> some people are just about anything else. <laughs> rather go to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, right. It's somewhere in, the, in, in, in kind of that zone. So what, what for you, uh, before we kind of get into your expertise and how you help uh, folks like our, our, our listeners uh, with their financial space, I mean, what... What brought you to finance? Why does money and numbers and all this kind of finance stuff, why is this something that you're passionate about? You know, I actually, what came into the field because I loved how uh, black and white it was. Uh, I was actually in my previous life, uh, a hairdresser. And I loved that I could sit behind a computer and really dig into something and really analyze it and find trends and information. And uh, there's there's a lot of rules behind a, a accounting. And uh, I, I just... I loved uh, what it meant for business owners and how you can find the stories within the numbers and really transform how business is, is ran. So I just really fell in love with that process. And I'm, I'm so fortunate to be able to help people every day uh, go through that process. What do you mean stories in the numbers? So I always say your financials are trying to tell you a story. And it's your job as the business owner to listen to the story. So your financials are trying to tell you what's working in your business, right? What's what's going right? Where's the money coming in from? Or where are you spending too much money? So what's going wrong in your business? So your your numbers are trying to leave you clues so that you can shift and grow in your business. Can you give me give me an example? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we had a, a client last year. Uh, she... Um, wanted to start a new uh, offering. She wanted to um, bring on a, on a bigger team and, and create this uh, publishing team. And so she did some hiring. She brought on some, some contractors. And she was seeing gr- tremendous growth, growth in her revenue. So uh, she was seeing all these sales come in. 
But when we sent her her financials every month, we kept on saying, hey, I, I know we're seeing growth month over month, but we're really behind on, on paying contractors and your net income, right? We're, we're seeing you're not able to take home as much cash, right? We're not, you're not paying yourself as an owner. You know, we, we see that there is, we're going the wrong direction and actually creating a profit. And so what we found was that her contractors were actually underestimating the amount of time it was going to take to do each part of the project. And therefore, they were overcharging her and she was actually not charging her clients enough money. So although if you would have just looked at the sales, you would have thought, wow, this is working great. I'm really, t- I'm, I'm really growing. I'm, I'm, I'm really making money this year. But when you dig in deeper in the details and you really look at the trends, you could see that she was actually trending towards losing money month over month. And thank God we were sending her these financials every month because uh, she had started it in January and we kept on seeing the trend and we look, we kept on monitoring it. And finally it was August and she said, no more, we're, we're, we're closed, closed for business and she or closed for that, that revenue stream. And she was able to quickly pivot in her business. And we always talk about how if we had not been looking at those trends, she could have really ended the year in really bad debt and, and possibly even business failure. What do you think is one of the number one challenges or maybe what are you hearing from people is the number one challenge around finances for agencies and agency owners of the last three to four months? Oh, the last three to four months. Um, Challenging for everyone. Uh, I think it's knowing where to spend your time and how to spend your time and deciphering it, are the trends today going to be the trends moving forward? Uh, so we've we've seen a lot of people, you know, first of all, not being able to find the time to even get your bookkeeping done, right? So that's first and foremost um, issue. Uh, I think so many people are spending a lot of time transitioning their business, or a lot of people are. We're actually seeing a lot of our agencies um, really experience growth during this time, and they're spending a lot of time in the business, right? Doing the work day to day that we actually find people having a, a really hard time dedicating the, the time and the energy that is needed, not just to you know log into your QuickBooks or your accounting software and, and process your transactions, right? That's step one. But then actually looking at the numbers, right? Taking that step back as the business owner and, and, and taking the time to look at the numbers and and analyze them and see what they mean for the for for you as the business owner. So I think number one trend is 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 having the time. But then number two is when we look at the trends, are these trends that are going to continue uh, over the next three to six months? So we've seen people really cautious on, you know, maybe for some of our agencies who are experiencing a lot of growth right now, they're scared to spend the money. Right? Is this going to be long term growth? Do I need to hold on to all this cash and and wait um, until things level back out? And then for other people who have uh, not seen as much success, is that going to continue? Are we going to rebound? So just being able to tell how to respond and react to the trends that they're experiencing right now. A friend of mine, Todd Herman, was telling me that in one of his CEO groups, on average, businesses are down 25%. And this is CEOs from 2 million to 200 million uh, in annual revenue. And, and 25% is a 
is a big number, especially for these big companies, right? We're talking about like really big numbers here. But I feel like for a lot of small businesses to see all of a sudden their revenue drop, and of course it's an average. So some people are losing 50% of their revenue or maybe even more. And uh, and some companies also might be up, but on average down 25%. I find a lot of small agencies that we work with have a really hard time with that kind of sudden decline in business is there, you know, if, if an agency out there has experienced that kind of downward pressure, I mean, should they be making radical changes? Should they be trying to weather this out? I mean, what are some of those numbers that might tell them whether they need to make drastic changes or whether it's something that they should kind of, as you said, like people get cautious, they get scared to spend money. And so if I'm scared to spend money, then maybe the trend's going to continue. Whereas if I keep spending money to market and grow and staff, right, maybe I'll be able to kind of come out of this is there any kind of key performance indicators or any numbers that you specifically look at when you break down your your clients' uh, finances and numbers? Yeah, so I, I think two big things here. Uh, number one is uh, your savings, right? So, what where were you when we came into this this time period before you experienced that that loss? So, if you were somebody who uh, maybe over the last year or two you have experienced growth and you've been able to start preparing. Uh, a, a, a savings account or a profit account at, where you're able to put aside enough expenses for three to six months. And so uh, you're you're prepared to have that type of downshift in your business. And so uh, if you have that savings, you, you can maintain the same level of spending to continue to... Um, advertise and, and and continue to grow and continue to uh, participate in your masterminds and your groups and your education. And so if you're somebody who had that savings, you, you might be somebody who's saying, all right, I'm going to continue to invest in myself and in my business and, and, and hunker down and get through, and get through this, right? Um, with that growth mindset. And it also depends on how risk adverse you are. So if you are somebody who has experienced a downturn in the past and you got burned really bad, uh, you might be somebody who's going to shut off all your expenses and save as much money as you can. Uh, whereas if you're you know, a personality who is uh, willing to take on more risk, you might be somebody who is, um, is willing to weather that, that, that pattern right now. The number one thing that I think that you should look at is your bottom line, right? Net income. So take your sales minus all of your operating expenses. So the Zoom links, the the any um, any subscriptions that you need to help run your business or to service your clients, your contractors. Uh, look at you know subtract all that. Are you still making a profit? And if you're not making a profit then start to review your expenses. Think about things that maybe you're not getting as much use out of. Uh, Maybe there's things that you actually haven't touched them in two to three months. We hear this all the time when we say to clients, hey, you know, you're paying for the subscription, um, but we don't see it on your website. Are you still using that subscription? So um, this is a really good opportunity to start you know, trimming anything extra that you might be paying for that you no longer need or serves your business in the most optimal way. Hey, what's up, agency owners? As someone that's built hundreds of websites for clients over the last 20 years, I know how important it is to have a content management system that helps me launch sites fast. If you're looking for a new CMS that can launch sites in half the time as a typical WordPress build, I'd like to introduce you to a new platform called Zephyr, a content management system built for power users and agencies. 
Build websites faster, make clients happier. Find out more information at ZephyrCMS.com and get one free site for life and a free theme setup valued at $500. That's ZephyrCMS.com. Now let's get back to our interview. A lot of companies right now have taken on debt. You kind of, you said the word earlier, but whether it's through the PUP loans, through the small business just released a ton of money through their EIDL program for disaster assistance and pretty much everybody that has a business in the United States is qualified for disaster assistance. People have access to credit lines, maybe home equity lines of credit. They have other, you know, access to inexpensive money through maybe their homes or mortgages. How should a business think about their use of debt? You mentioned that, hey, if you have savings and keep investing in marketing and keep investing in masterminds and keep investing in yourself, uh, if, if you're able to do that. But then the flip side is, is that, you know, companies that maybe don't have savings might feel like they're not going to make it through the crisis because they can't invest unless they leverage debt as a tool to get through this. So how are you advising your clients when it comes to their management of debt and that kind of stuff. Because right now it feels like there's just a lot of really cheap money out there if you're so inclined. Yes, there's there's a lot of money out there for the taking right now. Uh, and and we've, we've had uh, very different reactions from every single one of our clients. So some people were really upset when they took the PPP loan and then realized they, they uh, didn't need it. Or maybe they, they took the money and, um, and then they they're afraid that it's not going to be forgiven. Uh, my guidance to every single one of our clients has been, at the end of the day, you're getting lo- a loans at an interest rate that is unheard of. You would have never been able to find this opportunity uh, before. So um, whether whether you need it or you don't need it, um, or your PPP loan doesn't get forgiven, you are getting financing at an incredible rate. Uh, the other piece of this is that I think that everyone, before you spend that money, should take a step back and and have a planning session. Call your your bookkeeper, your accountant, or sit down with you yourself and I as your CEO, as the CEO of your business, and think about the money that you've that you've got that you've brought in, what your goals are for this year, where you want to see your business going. So, uh, for some of our clients, that means. You know, they might not be thinking, I want to triple my growth this year, but their thought might be, I really want to keep my employees on staff, right? My goal is to keep the talent that I have and so that we can all, so I can keep my talent and weather the storm. So think about what your goals are and plan out how you're going to spend that debt or how you're going to hold on to it and spend it later during recovery. That's okay. Then, you know, Old saying, the money's not going to burn a hole in your pocket. You are allowed to keep that money for future growth. But sit back, have a planning session, set your goals, understand what your intentions are, and then spend the money with intention. And and I realize you're saying the money's not going to burn a hole in your pocket, but there is, I mean, you would have to pay interest on it. So in some some ways, there is, uh, there's some of that money is burning a hole in your pocket. Yes, yes. I mean, with, with record low interest rates, it is a very, very small amount. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think it's either, you know, take it and use it or use it within sh- some kind of short period of time or, or, or send it back. Yes, use it with a plan um, or, or yes, you can, you can repay it. Yeah, absolutely. What are the critical numbers that agencies, because I know you work with a lot of agencies, your clients for, for bookkeeping, accounting, kind of planning out their financial picture. I mean, what are some of the ratios and uh, 
you know, kind of targets that you look for in terms of, you know, how much, you know, if somebody's doing, um, you know, half a million or a million dollars, maybe we'll use like a million dollars in revenue as kind of a, a an easy number to divide by, like a million dollars in revenue. I mean, what should a, a typical agency service business be targeting for, you know, how much they're spending on, you know, cost of sales or operating expenses? I mean, what, what should their target be in terms of profitability? I, I hate this answer that I'm about to give you, but it depends. <laughs> so, um, it, you know, if you are uh, if you are running an agency where your maybe your um, idea of growth this year was to build out uh, your staff, and so uh, this year you're making a large transition to bringing on uh, more staff members so that you're not the only person servicing your clients, then your income. Your, your, your cost of sales, your cost of doing business is going to be much higher this year uh, than, it, than it was the previous year. And it's your, your, your cost of sales, so your profit's going to be lower because your cost of sales is higher. But moving forward in the future, that might decrease because you're able to take on more clients, right? So it depends on where you are in your business. So there's not one right answer. I will say that as a service-based business, you have the opportunity to be really profitable uh, because you're not paying for inventory. You don't. You do not have to manage inventory. You need the software, the systems, and the people in order to service your clients. And so, if you are not bringing in a profit as a service-based business, uh, I would recommend uh, taking a hard look at where you're spending your money and make the hard business decisions uh, in order to shift the way you're spending money in order to to create a profit. And uh, lastly on that, as a service-based business, make sure you're paying yourself, right? Uh, One of the most common things that we see, it's a a hurdle with a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, is forgetting that you need to be paid, right? Your time is not free. Uh, So if you're maybe not taking home a paycheck yet, or uh, you're not taking home a consistent paycheck, then you need to start thinking about, are you still profitable in your business after you would pay yourself? And then start to put the motions in action to make sure that you're getting a paycheck. I mean, service businesses don't have inventory, but people, especially highly skilled people, are pretty expensive uh, and I think that's probably one of the challenges with agencies is that I mean, you mentioned this earlier in your your example of where the contractors were costing a lot more than uh, than they were charging. And I think that's really the the challenge is for an owner to be able to step out and not be doing the work, hire other people to do the work, and still be able to charge enough, whether it's per hour or per project, to their their clients. I mean, what should an agency owner be looking at in terms of cost of people? Because I've gone into businesses where they have contractors that they're paying $85 an hour and the agency's billable is 100 And it's like, man, 15 bucks an hour margin is just not enough to run a business on. So what are some of the, I mean, is there any kind of rule of thumb or ratios that people should be looking at in terms of what kind of talent they should be targeting and how to set their prices? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you're right. That is not enough profit to, to justify that business. I would recommend, uh, as you bring on people to, to service your clients, first of all, look at your pricing today and, and make sure that you're hiring talent that, uh, you, that you can afford. Right. And, and normally, uh, a healthy margin is 
over 30%. So you want to make sure that you're, as a business owner, bringing home at least 30%. And that is after your time. So if you have to spend any time with that client, I want you to take the amount of time that you're spend, that your contractor's spending, plus paying you as the business owner to work with that client. And I still want you to make 30% over both your contractor's time and your time. Uh, and then you know, uh, a lot of our agency owners that we see um, have started to attract a client at a certain price range, and we and we tend to see that if you that you tend to attract more and more people at that same price range. Um, so make sure that you're hiring the right level of talent to support that level of of clients. Uh, it's really hard to say, all right, I'm going to hire this top level client, this top level contractor and this the staff member. Uh, and if I do that, then the higher level clients are going to come. Make sure that you're positioning your brand uh, and, and your advertising and your marketing uh, and your pricing to mirror the type of clients that you, that you want to attract and then mirror your contractors um, in, that, in, that same, in that same branding exercise. And then don't forget to monitor. You know, if, if you can walk away with one thing, right? If you didn't do any of those pieces when you hired your contractor, that's fine. I want you to start monitoring it now moving forward. So every month at a minimum, every quarter, but I would prefer for you to do this on a monthly basis, look at all of your clients and then how much are you paying each of your contractors to service that client and make sure that you're still profitable by client. Agency owners have limited time. A lot of them are doing work with their clients. They haven't gotten themselves totally out of that seat, even if they are using contractors and things like that. How, you know, and so I, I, I'm always hesitant to give agency owners like a ton of stuff to go do because I know that they have a lot of, you know, they are busy in the business to a certain degree up until they hit a certain point. What are maybe the top three financial documents or financial tools that an owner needs to look at on a monthly basis and kind of how much time should they spend with that stuff? Uh, if you are doing your accounting on your own, I would recommend setting aside at least 30 minutes to an hour once a week to, to bring your accounting software up to date, you know, process those transactions, uh, review your cash, uh, you know, uh, take, take a, a pulse on your financials e- each week. And it, it can be... 30 minutes on the calendar. Uh, just pick a day that you know that you're going to do it. On a monthly basis, take take an hour and um, and review your your monthly results. So this is you know your sales, um, your profit and loss statement if you have an accounting system, and and just take an hour to look at where you spent your money. Uh, where your sales came in from, and then plan for the next month. And again, that can take about about an hour a month. Um, I know that what what we've been talking about can feel overwhelming. So if if you're somebody that that's laughing at me right now, saying I don't know how to work my system, an hour that feels feels that feels insane. It takes me so much longer than that. Um, I would. I would advise getting help. Um, either look at having um, somebody teach you how to use the system so that it all is only taking you an hour, or maybe somebody who's who's processing those transactions and pulling those reports on your behalf so that you um, are able to look at it 
in, in less time and so that it doesn't take so much of your time as a business owner. Uh, but I, I promise you, if you can take that, you know, 30 minutes each week and then an hour each month to just, just step back and focus on what's coming in and out of your business, it pays dividends in the long run because you know what's working and what's not working and what to start and stop doing. And in the end, uh, you're able to spend, save more of your time and your money. Awesome. Well, I know our listeners have hopefully taken some notes, some key takeaways from how to improve their financial system, how to get more clear on being profitable on paying themselves, what tools they should be looking at, how to become more financially aware in their business. I am definitely a big fan of that and seeing our, our agencies not just be out there having great impact on their clients, but also being profitable. So I think your message, Danielle, is super important. Uh, are you ready for our lightning round? Yes, let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received? Uh, get out of your own way and accept uh, help from the people around you. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Uh, waking up early every single morning and making sure I put uh, myself first with uh, exercise and a good old-fashioned smoothie before I, I start tending to any clients or kids. Can you share an internet resource, a tool, or app that you use that you think our listeners would find valuable? Uh, this is going to be an accountant answer, but QuickBooks. And what book would you recommend and why? Built to Sell, uh, especially for, for, um, for our agency owners. Uh, it really helped me step back. I struggled um, running my own agency and uh, that I was involved in everything. Uh, and I had no idea how how to get out of my own way and built to sell uh, really helped me get focused and clear and helped me allow my team to help build the company with me. Very cool. Well, we will link out to built to sell as well as uh, lots of other cool takeaways, nuggets, tools at our show notes page, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Danielle, how can our audience find out more about you? Do you have anything that they can check out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you go to profitplannerbookkeeping.com, uh, we have a financial goal setting worksheet uh, that is available on our website. So please uh, check that out. Uh, if you want to talk about your systems or um, anything that we discussed on the show, uh, you can also uh, schedule time with me at calendly.com slash kickstart accounting. And I would love to, to speak with your listeners. Awesome. Well, we'll link out to your website as well as that Calendly and uh, lots of other great tools and takeaways, again, at our show notes page. So if you're on the road, on a run, or like me on your bike, check it out, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. You'll see Danielle's episode right up there at the very top if you're listening to this week of, and uh, click on that guy and you will see lots of awesome resources. Danielle, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Oh, thank you for having me. This was great. And that's it for this week's episode of The Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want that free ebook on how to scale to multiple six and seven figures, all you got to do is DM me on Facebook the word gift at Brent Weaver and I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Brent Weaver.